We are. We are. One of few <laughs> that has a person beside you today. As most of you know that are here uh, at our church service, we have a general assembly that has been convening since last Wednesday in Oklahoma City through sometime today. And we have carloads of people at the assembly. I would imagine you could number into the 20s of people that we have got there today. And um, we do miss them, but we also envy the fact that they're enjoying the hot weather in that assembly tabernacle, Oklahoma Civic Center, I think, and uh, it is air-conditioned, of course. So they're watching us, perhaps even right now. Or they're probably saying, hurry up, Pastor, get off, so we can see the other folks that are there. But we are glad to have each one. There is two things I should give emphasis to. One next Saturday is Backpack. And I don't know if you can pull that backpack information up for the PowerPoint again. You can. And you will know, we got a letter from our, or got a text from our uh, Sister April this week to remind everyone that's working to be here at 7.30. And I suspect even 7.30 is a little late. It wouldn't hurt to be here. Come all night. Uh, Friday night and spend the night so that way you don't have to worry about getting up and they'll be feeding you pancakes to wake you up but a very important day and uh, it's became an annual event here and we will just look forward to this day happening and we just have a tremendous outreach that day the next day one week from today is a different type of day. First of all, we're asking people to fellowship with us in a luncheon that day. Bring a potluck meal and uh, you will enjoy, I'm sure. But also, there is going to be a potential pastor and wife with us to have the service that day. That's the way I understand it. And I uh, just ask you to be in prayer for that day. I want the Lord's blessings upon that day in a special way. So please be here uh, next Sunday remembering uh, the candidate, uh, the first candidate. I believe there's going to be three between now and and the uh, end of September, and we are asking you just to participate in a special way. And prayerfully is the main way that I ask that you uh, re remember this day. All right, are there any other announcements or anything to be given emphasis? I, there is an air 
Okay, I, did everyone get that announcement? I, I didn't, but did everyone, anyone did not get it, raise your hand. No one raised their hand, so either telling a big story or you're saying you got it. All right, what are the others? All right. Uh, the, to, the, Pastor, over here, to add to next Sunday, ladies and men, don't forget it potluck that day. I don't know if there's any special announcement about that, Sister Doris. Not yet. Not yet. So be be on the watch for an announcement from Sister April on the prayer chain or Wednesday night, but be planning on bringing something Sunday to fellowship here Sunday afternoon and uh, greet the candidate for your pastor, get to know him, and wife. And but just I did. I just want you to remember that it's potluck that day. Haven't had one for a while, so uh, bring some food. Okay, thank you. If there are no other announcements, we're going to worship the Lord in our offering this morning, and. Uh, uh, Isaac, we'll just ask you to come for this. Brother Joe was injured, and we're going to give him a rest because he's got a big part in the program there for a while. And this offering, of course, is a time for our tithes, any gift that you might have. In addition to this, uh, the designated offering for today is our bus ministry. It's outreach offering actually is what it is as we no longer operate the bus ministry. But in the event that we do, this is money that will go for it. And uh, otherwise, it's outreach money. Let us worship by the, in the Lord by our giving today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we love you. And we thank you, Lord, for the abundance of your love and your mercies. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Do you have music? You want me to come over and play? The way we will do this, if it's okay with Vicky, of course, is that I'll have the opening part of the sermon presented and then finish up with the closing remarks. Yeah.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord.
when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that's going to be. It doesn't matter what goes on here. We're going to be rejoicing with our Savior, aren't we? All praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Good worship, guys. I hear a man singing, and I think I know who it was, and he should have been up here helping you guys. Just saying, just saying, just saying, Isaac. <laughs> just saying, Isaac. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. It sounded good. It sounded good. Um, no, I'm not ready yet, Lady J. I got my cane over here, by the way. I, um, thank you. But you need to be helping him when he gets I think ready she's to come up. Sing. Maybe oh, help okay. yourself to come up here. Who knows? One being perfect, Brother Joe, as he speaks from his heart this morning. I um, said I was going to sing, and I am. Yeah. I also said if you've got Maybe a song I'm you want me to sing, to let me know. Nobody did let me know except one person. And he may tell me more, too. Who knows? <laughs> there is a river. This is an old chorus now, guys. A song that all of you know, I dare say, uh, that's uh, been around for a long time. And I thought I had my key, but I've been playing so many keys already this morning that I... paper up here now. Well, I don't think it's going to fall yeah, If she sings cool water, I'm totally blown out of the water. God is good. There is a river, and we're not talking about a river that flows from <laughs> through the city or whatever. But there's a river that we each want that flows continually in our heart. From God, and it flows from deep within.
Brother Isaac, would you come up here and fix a place for Joe or Amber, one of you, that for Joe to have a speaker here as he's going to be standing here in the middle just a little bit? Thank you. Um, I'll, just, I'll just stand out of the way. Maybe I should get a long ways away. <laughs> we are doing something just a little bit different today. And I got to tell you that this is God's will for this to be done today. Brother Joe is going to be a part of the sermon today and presentation as he has something that will add to the uh, presentation in a, just an invaluable way. And uh, I'll get back over here and this will be your spot in just a little bit, Brother Joe. I started several weeks ago in giving presentations on Sunday morning about particular Bible beliefs that we have covered extensively, not totally, but extensively, we have covered the subject of the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost of God. And I remember in particular during a particular uh, subject that I gave on the day of Pentecost that the timing of it was just, well, I, I thought it was divine, really, because it was truly Pentecost Sunday. And not only that, the word Pentecost is meaning the Feast of Pentecost, and it's also the 50th day after the harvest. And uh, it was that day, number-wise, 50. It was the calendar-wise Pentecost Sunday, and the sermon was Pentecost Sunday. When it came time for me to have the sermon for today, I had announced that I would be speaking upon the subject of hell. And as I got closer to that day, there was two things I did not know. Actually, three. I'll share the third one in just a moment. The first one that I did not know, I did not know that this would be Assembly Sunday with so many of our congregation gone today. As a matter of fact, I came very close to canceling this particular sermon because of the involvement of Brother Joe. And uh, I do not like to have a presentation that includes or is involving a guest speaker to a smaller sized congregation. However, my reasoning was, well, the Lord knew then, he knows now. 
He also understands, and I didn't think of it, that this goes out on the internet, and lots of people do listen to these sermons on the internet. The second thing that caused me to say, well, this should go forth. This is the right day for it. And that is the fact, and the Lord knew, knew this as well, that this is one of the hottest Sundays, temperature-wise, that we've had all year long. We're looking in the final forecast of being around 100 degrees. Well, that was two affirmative reasons for me. Yeah, this is the Sunday for the Sermon on Hell. And then, just prior, I did not know that this was happening, but my wife chose to sing a special song today about water. There is a river. And I, I'm glad she didn't select cool water, the name of a song. But nevertheless, there is a river. And here is the sermon for today. Won't take long, Brother Joe, and I'll be having you up here. But the subject for today is... There is a heaven with emphasis on there is a hell. And the scripture that I have in the prelude to this presentation is Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. The words of the Lord Jesus Christ, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. But rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Yes, indeed. There is a heaven and there is a hell. Giving two definitions from the Bible, from the Hebrew, and then the Greek. In the Old Testament, basically Hebrew words that have been translated into English, it has two definitions. There, there are actually more definitions, but these are common definitions of what hell is first in the Old Testament. Is Sheol from the Hebrew. And that has the meaning of, has two meanings actually that are prominent. One is unseen state, and the other is grave. And from the New Testament, we have the Greek word Gehenna. If that is not pronounced correctly, it is spelled G E H. E-N-N-A. And that definition being a place of torment. Now then, I'm getting ready. I'm asking Brother Joe if he'll come on up now. And I'll move out of the way. And for him to give his presentation. And let's give Brother Joe a cheer. Would you do that? <laughs> Thank you. 
this this is a uh, about a man that I, I've seen on the internet on YouTube. His name is Howard Thorne. He's a big time uh, PhD professor at some university. Atheist doesn't believe in God. Don't want to believe in God. Name no God. And uh, he goes on vacation with his wife to France. While he's there, he has some medical issues. I don't know the technical term, but someplace in his stomach was leaking acid into his body, and he was dissolving inside. He goes to the hospital, and they tell him, um, we're trying to find a doctor who knows how to perform the surgery to repair your gut. And he, he asked for uh, some medication, some pain medication, he was in great pain. They would not give him any because they thought he'd be going to surgery. Well, it was more like eight hours passed by, and um, he was told that he'd probably die within the hour if his doctor didn't show up. So he tells his wife, goodbye, I love you, and uh, having trouble breathing, sudden, he feels no pain. He's looking down, he's having out-of-body experience. He sees this person laying there, and he thinks, that looks a lot like me. He says, well, did the French make a wax figure of me? He says, well, that, that don't make sense, because I'm a rational person. And he went to a, a reality check. He felt his head this is me, I'm okay. Who's that? Well, about that time, Rumi was in this very bright. He brought it up to the hospital room. And he hears some people calling his, his name from the, uh, the hallway. And he goes out there, and there's people dressed in hospital garb. And he thinks, well, these are the doctors and nurses that are surgery, except it was real dark, real dark, and uh, it's a follow-up, they want to go take care of this guy, so they walk, and they walk, and he thinks, well, we should be in the operating room by now, and he keeps walking, and he says, well, you guys know you're going, and now they get kind of angry, and they pull him out. taking him to H-E-L-L. And it's not a very pleasant place. It's a place of torment. There are a lot of, the only people there are bad people. And as a newcomer, they all take advantage of him. They gnaw him, they bite him, they rape him, they curse him. They do every unimaginable thing to him. Physical pain is awful, emotional is hard, is even worse. The emotion of all this happening to him is worse than the physical pain. He said he, he, he felt like roadkill. He says it felt like, I grew up, he says I grew up on a farm and it felt like I was in our septic tank. It was just horrible, horrible place. But then he kept hearing a, a voice in his head say, 
Jesus Christ.